As my head cleared, I realized I needed a different approach. Then I got a brainstorm. Hire Rhonda Banker to help me. Man, that's a great idea. Bankers can find anything. You want me to put pencil to paper, search for deductions, check for write-offs, look for canceled checks. But this is the modern age. That stuff doesn't work anymore, which is why I have to open this fireworks stand. I wasn't getting by on my banking wages. Come on, you're supposed to be good at banking stuff, man. I gotta reconcile my checkbook. And I've gotta figure out a way to sell more fireworks. I'm going broke with this venture also. Well, I see we got the snakes and the sparklers, but where's the good stuff, man? Good stuff? This is the good stuff. Snakes, sparklers. Are you nuts, dude? You need stuff that'll explode. Go boom. Why is that good? What? <sighs> you might as well ask why is a tree good? Why is a sunset good? Why are boobs good? Man, firecrackers, you stick them in mailboxes, you drop them in toilets, you shove them up bullfrogs, but... I would never do that. I'm going to be a veterinarian. Well, there you go. Someone shoves an M80 up a bullfrog's butt, blows him to pieces. He comes back to you to fix it. You win twice, brother. It's good biz. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no wise guy, no Sky Slam, or Sin City? No. Oh, man, come on. You don't got no Johnny's Revenge, Shoot Rooster, Loose Cannon, Strip Poker, Little Saigon, Happy Lambs, Happy Ending... Cartel night? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no burning aces, no ISIS alarm clock, Twitter glitter, double trouble, Tommy Gun Color, Tommy Gun Original, Fireworks Brigade, Golden Era, Firecrackers, or 350-gram repeater, or one single Intimidator? No. What? Well, because snakes and sparklers are the only ones that I like. Well, that might be your problem. It's not what you like. It's the consumer. From Fargo, North Dakota, the home of Star Fireworks, this is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. This very special pyro podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. Brian, what is this job all about? Fire. My dad used to tell me, get the spec T's, got to have the benzocaine. You know, I always yelled. Spec T's, I never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, spec T. Got to get the benzocaine. Do you got benzocaine in here? Because he'll ask you. <laughs> he'll be like, no, they're not going to do no good without the benzocaine. Active ingredient, menthol. Yeah, menthol. Yeah, he, he, yeah. yeah no, you need benzocaine. He'll tell All you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, eucalyptus, sucrose, soy flavors, yeah, glucose syrup. Well, no, no benzocaine, yeah. or benzatine, or whatever the hell. But That's whatever. why he says you got to buy the spec teas. All right, well, well. Yeah, I'll tell you. Let's 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 just go right into it. It's the Fourth of July, John. Fourth of July, Ron. Happy Fourth. Yes, the saddest day of the year for me. I think today you're sad for a different reason, though. Well, um, I'm sad that. Um, you know, they couldn't figure out logistically how to do things right. in America. Uh, even though it's a birthday, we, we're, we're going back in time, I think. We're, we've lost probably 50 years of life here. What do you mean by that, we've lost 50 years of life? Well, I think the uh, people are just uh, not thinking smart anymore. They're just kind of in, like, this, like you say, this hangover mode. And nobody's like, do I go to work? Do I not go to work? Am I going to get more well, stimulus? What should I do? And yeah. uh, I mean, I, if you pay people all that money to stay home, they yeah. don't want to go to work, right? And I really think that um, 
we need to focus more on you know getting through this and moving right. ahead. Yeah. Instead, we're moving backwards. We're for the first time, you know, we've we're overcopping China on how to run from a disease that I said was wrong from all from the very beginning. Why are we copying them? We're supposed to be the leaders and know how to fight disease and do all this stuff, right. and we're doing what 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 they were doing, which I thought was wrong in the first place. But whatever the case is, we got the vaccination. We're supposed to be moving forward, and it seems like California doesn't want to get back to work. Logistically, things are all screwed up, and uh, the truckers that are working have not had a day off in a year, and the other ones aren't working at all. It, it's weird <clears throat> to think that there's people <clears throat> sitting home, like, doing nothing, and then there's the rest of the folks out there that are working double hard. I mean, I went to a local restaurant here this morning for, for some breakfast, and there's empty tables, but they just couldn't seat us. We had to wait 10 minutes because there's no one to serve people. But, And I talked to somebody at the bank the other day, and they said that there was in Fargo, and I don't know if this is correct, so don't if it's wrong, it's her fault, but it seems believable. There's 11,000 available jobs in Fargo, which I believe, because driving down the street, everybody Everywhere. has a sign out. My, my buddy Paul told me in Chicago that um, they're paying someone to work at uh, Popeye's Chicken $20 an hour. That's I don't know what I make as a banker per hour, but I'm salary. But I don't know. I mean, if somebody making a chicken sandwich makes twenty bucks an hour, I should be getting a hundred. Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean. I, it's it's crazy. But but so this lady at the bank said. So you what you're telling me is I'm making less than the guy at Popeye's Chicken right now. You could probably go work at Popeye's. I could and, go work and, at Popeye's and have a better quality of life. To be honest, I, with be, you. be honest, which <laughs> I would because and no stress, no risk management at all. And we talked about that before. Yeah. Risk is. How you get paid. I've learned that early on in my career. But the, the thing she told me was that it was 11,000 people in Fargo. There's 11,000 available jobs in Fargo, and there's 9,000 people on unemployment. Yeah. There's 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 2,000 extra jobs just sitting out there. Everybody should get off their butt and go to work. Now, if you're sick and you can't do it, you had a stroke, whatever, I get it, and that's fine, and, and there should be some type of safety net for those folks. But there's a lot of people who just don't want to work. No, they're just, and you know, no matter how good times, how bad times are, there's always going to be like 5% unemployed because they, those 5% of people don't want to work. And right now it's probably like 35% of people are just, it's not that they don't want to work. They just feel the longer they hold out. Right. Like uh, our state of Illinois and the state of California, the longer they hold out, the more money they think they're going to get. Yeah. And, um, I hope they get a big fat zero because we're all paying for that. The taxpayers are all paying for it. Right. And unfortunately, like I said, you know, it's just a shame that a country like this and we're going back in time with work ethic and everything else. Everybody else wanted to be entrepreneurs and, and make a better life for themselves. Right. And it seems like the new generation is more like, well, we're just going to sit out and hold out and see what happens. Right. Somebody and, will take care of me. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, right. it's kind of sad. So, um, I'm, you know, when I was a kid, I had a picture on the wall of, you know, I had posters of rock groups and chicks and whatever, but I always had a picture on the wall of a car I wanted, a convertible. You know, yeah. by the time I was 21, 22, I had a convertible. You know, I've saved up and I bought it, but I worked hard for that. Yeah. Nowadays, it just seems like nowadays kids don't even drive. No, I and and they're not even they're not even eager to drive. I mean, we couldn't wait to get our license. I couldn't wait to get a job so I could buy stuff that my parents couldn't afford to buy me. Right. Uh, such as fireworks <laughs> for me. But yeah. that was the big thing. Uh, 
and now it just seems like those values are all gone. And, and the parents, a lot of parents are very well off and they have a lot of stuff, but they didn't, they weren't born that way. I mean, some were obviously, mm-hmm. but a lot of them weren't, but it seems like those values of working and saving and getting something nice have just, it's kind of been not passed down. Like, you know what, daddy will buy it and mommy will buy it and right. don't worry about it, you know? And yeah. And they, and they just make keep making excuses. How, how much do you think you spent in your entire life on fireworks, if, including what you bought here for Star? Oh, my God. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we're talking. I'm probably in the. Uh, quarter of a billion? Yeah, I'm sure I'm well, well over $100 million. In fireworks. I, yeah. I think about that all the time. I mean, and, and the only reason that is is because we're both old, right? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I think yeah. about that at banking all the time. I'm like, you know, if I sit back and I think about it, I've probably financed half a billion dollars in oh, real estate. Oh, I'm sure. More than yeah. that, probably. Well, you know, good yeah. years. I mean, you know, <coughs> 30 years, you just do, you know, 15 million a year. That's right. You're right there. Yeah. So, and some years were better than that. Some were not. But it's just, it's amazing to think of the, the productivity and, and what you have to show for it. And yeah. certainly, you know, what I have to show for it is the same thing. But but I don't sense there's, I guess getting back to what you said, there's just no loyalty today. They Kids will just be like, oh, I'll just go. You know, they they flirt around, flit around from one job to the other, just yeah. do whatever. And they're not, um, and they worry about it. I will say that, I mean, I didn't worry about life as much as this younger generation. But as much as they worry about it, they don't seem to do anything about it. They're not they're not taking steps in the right direction. Well, I think that's because it's right in their face on the phone all the time. Well, that's it. You, you know, and I, on a Saturday, the last thing we were worried about was the news of the day of the public <laughs> Republicans and Democrats. No. We didn't have a phone. If no. we didn't read the newspaper, yeah. which we didn't, I mean, no. you sold the newspaper. And I never read it then. <laughs> no. I, you know, but so I think it's just there's too much information all right. Yeah. Boom, right, never and then And then the TV shows, the TV shows are like, you know, look at the people in California, how they live, like these young kids, and they're, you know, they see all that, and they want all that. Right. But, you know, and then they're mad that they don't have it from their own parents. That I see a lot. I right. didn't see it out of my own sales floor, you know. Mommy, why can't I have this? I should have that. And, you know, I mean, it's just like, and the parents, most of the time, they give in. And even if they can't afford it or can't afford it, I, I mean, I know a lot of families that can't afford it, and they're spending a lot more on their children than they could really afford to, mm-hmm. way more than my parents would ever allow of the disposable income to be spent on us. They'd be right. like, no, we can't no. afford that. Yeah. But, you know, that being said, I, I fear for the fireworks industry. We're all in the same boat in the fireworks industry. I think that uh, every one of us had another good year. But Retail-wise. Retail-wise. As it's, long as you had the product. As long as you had the product. Right. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, uh, we did we did very well on the retail side. Wholesale side, you know, lost a, a lot of money. Um, but the, the bottom line is I think that um, going forward, it's going to cost us a whole heck of a lot of money to replace all this <clears> merchandise. And the product is going to be more expensive because it costs more to get here. So right now... We have three factors. Our money, our money's worth less. The uh, raw materials are up, and we need a lot of product to replenish what we what we had. Because there was a gl- there was a drought of yeah. product this year. And then the new freight rate is around running around twenty seven thousand dollars a container. And if you take that and divide it by sixty eight, and some probably divided by 66 but if you just do it 68 i think it comes out to about 396 dollars a cbm 
So all this new merchandise coming in, all that new stuff on the shelf is going to be priced way, way higher than it was this year because a lot of the stuff was already in the warehouse. Yeah. So, and we adjusted our CBM, but then CBM went from 22 to 27. And I mean, priceless were already out. You know, I mean, it's just not worth the aggravation at some point. You just got to be that. And there wasn't that much. So it's like, you know what? Right. You don't want to be thought as retrading somebody. No. But going back, going forward, this merchandise is going to be a whole heck of a lot more money next year, no matter who you are. I don't care how good you buy. Raw materials are up. I mean, people are getting their prices from China. I got my orders in in April already, so I already see the prices. Right. But the big price is going to be with this $405 CBM or $396 a CBM for freight. And I do not see it going down in the near future because demand is still going to be high. Right. Uh, there's going to be a glut of fireworks on the market, I think, next year because of the inflation is going to kick everybody's rear end if it's not already started. Yeah. And, you know, when I heard a guy complain about gas prices today, I'm like, well, you voted for this. You wanted right. this. Right. I mean, and and I remember during election, they said, I'm going to shut down the pipeline and, and, and we're going to go to electric cars. Well, not everyone can afford an electric car. And that's light years away, as far as I'm concerned. We'll both be dead by the time everybody is convinced electricity. And electricity, as you know, is not cheap at no, all. No. And it never was and it never will be. So once they get all these people on electric cars, you're going to be paying for electricity, charging stations. Right. It's just going to be a nightmare. And then what are we going to do with all this oil that we have in this country that we say we have more oil because of fracking than Saudi Arabia, but yet we're not going to be using it, you know? And meanwhile, we're all going to be paying more. And, you know. Makes no sense. So, yeah, I really fear for the fireworks industry. Um, I hope uh, people can really get by this year and things do go down. But I don't see freight going down at all until demand goes down, and that won't be until next year. And then everything will come back down, but I don't know. Well, it's not like you can sit out a year. No. No. (coughs) Excuse me. You can't can't sit out a year. But also... um, I just don't, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the only thing that can screw up my prediction is China having a, uh, you know, a couple problems with their government as far as production-wise and heat bans and all this other stuff. Explosion here or there, whatever, that can change production, but that would only make prices even go higher. So there's less factories now in China, so that makes the prices go higher. Demand is higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, licensing a lot of factories just opted out you know and then a lot of things what a lot of people don't understand is uh, there's a lot of chinese investors in china that they're just money men they have a lot of money whatever they did for it god only knows but they have a lot of money so they invest in these factories right and there's multiple investors just like we have um what's that venture capitalist here same type of deal yeah absolutely they'll invest in these fireworks factories especially in those areas but if they don't get a return on their investment, they don't get money. They're gone. A lot of times what happens when they come back for, we need more money because government's changing the licensing. We need another $200 million or whatever they need. Uh, you know, it could be 200000 If these money men didn't make any money then before, they either force the guy to sell or they they just take a loss on that money and the, and the owner's out and the factory sold or, or whatever or closed up. So... Uh, that being said, there's a lot less factories going to be working. So the demand is always going to be higher. 
as you see, the order's got to go in earlier and earlier. I mean, as a banking standpoint, like Steve Hauser said, and he said he kept his 2021 order, and he's already made his 2022 order doubled. But not well, everybody can afford that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great way to think based on this year's sales, but this year's sales, I would not be doing that at all. And uh, if you can afford it, you have deep pockets, and you know, and you want to spend $27,000 on each yeah. container, that's all the more power to him. But I don't think it's a, a and as you as a banker, we have to yeah have some type of hybrid. You gotta you gotta know what you can do, right? You got yeah. what you can afford. No, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a perfect storm because and also the fourth is on a Monday. Yeah, so it's a perfect storm of you know bad stuff can happen. Yeah, I mean there's, yeah there's gonna be a lot of people looking for merchandise, but there's a lot of people like me and everybody else getting a lot of containers in after the fourth that yeah. are gonna be looking at the same customers I'm looking at. So uh, I'm certainly not going to do anything uh, that radical because, I, you know, I, we study trends. We study, you know, we keep good records and we study a lot of trends in general in life. We have a right. good friend of ours that tells us about a lot of trends. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yeah he gave uh, me a book. It's like this thick, this big, and he wants me to read it. And, and I want to read it so badly, and it talks all about what's going on. He's very into cycles and stuff, yeah. as we know. And but I'm I'm in the middle of reading some other book, but he keeps asking me. He's like, I want the book back. Make sure you. Read. And I'm like, I feel like I'm under the gun now to read this book. Yeah. You know what I mean? but, but I will read. When it. I listen to him and I think back, his trends are pretty. He's pretty accurate. Yeah. Well, and no. um, he's pretty accurate, and um, you know, certainly not the um, the guy who want to go out with to have a good time. I mean, <laughs> I leave I leave him. I'm like, I just feel like. Yeah. And I did. I think I sold everything. I don't even own anything anymore. Yeah, just go in the fetal position. Yeah, and, yeah exactly what I do. I mean, yeah. uh, tomorrow I'll start waking up later and just marking the calendar with an X one day closer to 4th of July, and I'll go back to bed. There's yeah. no reason for me to get up. Yeah. Now, it, you know, I just, you know, it's, it's going to be a challenging year, but I think there's going to be a glut of fireworks on the market. And if there isn't, <coughs> oh, well, then people better start stocking up. And I, I will say that. People better start stocking up on merchandise tomorrow because if they don't, they could be in the same position as they are this year. And I, I'm certainly going to pull my stuff first, as I always do. And uh, we're going to be stocked up, ready to go for January. And right. whatever happens, happens. And, um, and we got our orders in, so we're just going to wait out and see what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's. I mean, you know, there's many, many things to predict, but you, you know, yeah. you know, nobody has a crystal ball. So, no. Yeah. That and that's. You know, I could see it in banking. We've been doing a lot of things that are even more, <coughs> more conservative, more conservative than typical. But that's just a reaction to what they feel could happen with inflation. It could be very real. I mean, you see gas prices, milk prices, lumber. We talked about before. Everything is going up. What you know. Everything's you going have less up. money, and they're not, you know, how long can we afford to keep giving people money? Yeah, and then if they're not getting this money, like you say, it's going to be over maybe in September or whatever, hopefully, unless they come up with some other new strategy. Right. But, you know, look at all them people went out and bought campers and motorcycles and boats, and, you know, look at the car prices like we've talked about. Everything is is um, is kind of overinflated right now. And at some point, everyone who bought this stuff, if they're making less money, and we haven't, we haven't even touched on the factor of, you know, deductions and what our tax rate's going to be. You know, if they start taking more out of our check, plus inflation, you're, 
It's going to hit. It's going to. You're not going to be able to afford, afford anything. You're not going to be able to afford these payments, the gasoline prices, and all this other stuff. No. So, yeah. it's something to think about. But for us in the fireworks industry, we seem to. Uh, we had a uh, you know good second out here in Lakes Country. We had a good second. We had a, a good third. And uh, we're hoping it looks so far to be a pretty busy fourth. Yeah. And I think we're going to have a strong, a very strong fifth because it is a holiday. Yeah. Retail, you're doing fine. So retail, we're looking pretty good. And, um, you know, we got a container coming in on Tuesday. Anyone out there want to want to buy some? You had one, what, two nights ago at like midnight showed up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We had three containers in one day. The Dominator guys. Yeah. We still got to get him to uh, fishing in Cabo. Yeah, he owes me a big, big fishing trip here. You bought yeah. a whole container. Yeah, he owes a big fishing trip. I bought a <laughs> container of stuff I didn't want or need, but that's all right. No, well, you got it kidding. in. No, we, we got it in on the 2nd of July. and yeah. um, People have been buying and it. And it was good that we got it in on the 2nd. We needed more, a few more items for the shelves. The shelves are looking pretty bare. And, uh, they aren't or not because we because our shelves we have so many and we have so many so well, much right. variety. Yeah. When you look out there and you see still 77 Five hundred gram cakes on the shelf. Seventy-seven different kinds. Seventy-seven different kinds. That's more than probably most stores have to start in the beginning to start. Yeah, right. It just it so, looks it's a little deceiving. It's the yeah. most it's the most empty that I've ever seen yeah. it in a long time. The back wall looks great with the assortment. They still holding out pretty good. Yeah, and your uh, uh, finale cakes are looking. Finale a little cakes uh, just went out completely. The three cake special that the three went away. cake special went away. So uh, we have a one cake special. No, <laughs> but no. So you know the everything looks pretty good in the fireworks industry this year. The sales were good. Uh, I'm think I'm thinking everyone is going to see a little down from last year. But last year was last you know, year was phenomenal. A phenomenal year because look, they were making eight hundred dollars a week extra, and a lot of them were working, and a right. lot of them were just sitting home, still collecting eight hundred plus their unemployment. So a lot more money in the market last year. And let's not, re- I mean, and and let's not forget that people were just dying to get out. They had a social right. distance. They want to have a little party in their backyard with their family. So everybody came out and bought. And I did talk to a lot of customers this year, like, yeah, you know what? We're not going to do as much as we did last year and this and that. And not as many people coming over, you know, because now more people are got more options. Yeah. Last year they had less options. This year they got more options. But, you know. <clears throat> no, yeah, you're absolutely right. My question to you is, um, and I was thinking about this. So, what was the what's the most disappointing thing that was caused by this shortage? And let me get tell you where I'm going. So, you know, something that would disappoint you, I think, is if you couldn't get your employees all the hours that they want. And you've done yeah. that. You've kept them around. We talked about that before. You know, you 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 they're power washing, they're painting, they're doing whatever. Yeah. Um, so, employees got all the hours. <clears throat> You know, um, everything on that side was good. But what's more disappointing, not being able to supply your wholesalers, so the people that, you know, you ship to on a daily basis, those guys, or not being able to supply retail, having people come in and not being able to get what they want. What would be more disappointing to you, or is it equally disappointing? I'm going to say it's equally disappointing because, you know, I love the retail customers and I want to help them out. And I always want to give them something special for the ending of it and pick out their beginning. So having less options makes that disappointing. But um, disappointing for me as well is because I'm into wholesale a lot and I try and make good customers and new customers. And we picked up a lot of new customers this year. We helped out a lot of people. I hope they remember us next year. I don't know. 
But so you turned it around, used it as a positive. Yeah, um, we helped a lot. We we spread the wealth around, and we try to give everybody a little something and still hold on to ourselves. So I want to make them happy because we I you know I pride myself on customer service. So we want to make them happy. We had a couple complaints. And, you know, the, the complaints we got were people that just didn't realize there was a big shortage. You know, they're procrastinators. Well, they come in the last minute. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I couldn't take care of them. So that is it's very disappointing for me. But on the other hand, they need to get focused on what's going on in the world and see. I mean, you know, you, you, and it's not just me. You go to Costco, they're out. You go to Walmart, they're out. You go to Lumber Yard, they're out. Jewelry store. Jewelry store, yeah. I mean, we talked to cars. You don't even see a used car on the lot, you know, and you don't see any, and you don't see a new car in the lot. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, just don't think that because I've always had fireworks in the past, they're just going to walk in on the 3rd of July and say, oh, I want to buy wholesale. Well, you know, unfortunately, I love to help you. And I did, and I did walk them around the warehouse and say, well, you can have this, you can have that. Boom, boom, boom. So, um, we got a couple of wholesale orders going out today. But, you know, so it is today. equally, yeah, today. On the 4th? On the 4th. Well, they're just going to hold it in stock? and. Well, I think they'll put it out and then they'll just hold it in stock if they yeah. don't sell today. And I think a lot of people are expecting a very big 5th tomorrow, and I'm expecting one as well. Yeah, that's true. But, um, you know, yeah, no, equally disappointing for me. I think when you can't take care yeah. of a customer, whether it's retail or wholesale, it's disappointing for well, me. Well, right, and you take pride in being able to go out there, and, and these people ask for you every time, and all the time they come back and back and you take pride in being able to show them a show and put something together for them. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who were oblivious to the fact that there's a shortage. And there were some people who were well aware of it. But, you know, they came so late, like people coming yesterday looking for something. I'm like, yeah, we had that. But, you know, it's gone. But here's this is just as good. And, you know, but, you know, you, you got to you know, you can't uh, you can't delay that much. And then again, the wholesalers disappointing the wholesalers is, you know, because that's their livelihood. They. Like uh, Steve Hauser said, you don't miss, you don't miss, a, you know, a selling opportunity. You miss a whole year. You don't miss a season. You miss a year. So you got to wait until next June to sell this stuff. I mean, some people, New Year's or whatever, you might get a little, <clears throat> a little taste, but nothing, nothing compares to to the Fourth of July. So, and and that is, uh, and and that's the uh, is that a radio going on? Or yeah, is that, that yours? Okay. Yeah, I think so. That <laughs> is a uh, unless I got a tumor. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a big concern. You know, every opportunity to sell is, um, you know, God, if we would have had merchandise, oh my, it would have been a, a, a banner year. If we would have had merchandise that we ordered and came in, we'd still be sitting in the same position we are now with no merchandise left. Right. But we would have supplied a lot of people. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. You're, yeah, your retail store is going to, and we've talked about that before, I don't think on the, here, but, but I mean... <clears throat> You're pretty much saturated. You're going to do what you do, and you, we know the yeah. numbers, and you know about what it's going to be. Yeah, and that's great, and it's a nice, yeah. nice thing. But yeah, your your wholesale, you know, you can keep pumping this stuff out, and, and yeah. that was the wholesale is going to be down. There. And we're so we're set up here for such high volume. I mean, and I've always, you know, it's like you know, you buy a bigger fish tank first, and you, and you get into fish grow, and it's the same way we are. You know, we're set up for high volume. We don't have high volume, but we're set up for it. And when it comes, we can handle it. I think you're pretty so, high volume. So, nope. uh, yeah, nah, not even. We're we're small potatoes. But <laughs> the the point is that we're set up for it. We had to staff for it. Um, you know, as far as the warehouse goes, we had a good staff for them. And, um, you know, we had a, a few uh, few office glitches there. But, you know, every year it changes. And every year it's a very, it's a very high-pressure environment. Right. And 
this year I just didn't have the adrenaline because it wasn't a high pressure environment for me. It was a very low pressure environment for me. Yeah. And frust and a frustrating environment for me. You know what? So then, so what's next? I guess let's head forward. What's next? I guess um, PGI right August seventh through thirteenth here in Fargo. <laughs> PGI's in Fargo. So, so what do you think the what do you think the um, the atmosphere there is going to be around there? What do you think the the um, you know what do you think the overall spirit of PGI is going to be? To me, it's like always it's like a a swap meet meets a truck monster truck rally meets you know a bunch of guys camping outside. So but uh, but they're definitely all very <clears throat> they're all pyros for sure. Uh, you know so uh, what do you think that what do you think it's going to be like out there this year? Well, that's out here. Yeah, it's here. Um, happy to host it here, and yeah. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good uh, PGI because a lot of people, you know, didn't get, you know, no one got to go last year. So I think it's going to be a good PGI. Um, how much product will be available there? It just depends on how fast these guys are getting their containers in after the fourth. I don't know. Yeah, we want Pyro Sludden. Yeah. <clears throat> so we got a couple of things coming in, yeah. and um, you know. Um, it is what it is. I think the attendance will be good because they missed last year. A lot yeah. of people are itching to get <clears> out <throat> and do that camping and go see some pyro. I think there's going to be a lot of people trying to scoop up merchandise there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're going to be trying to scoop up a lot of merchandise there and try and get underneath some of these lower prices, but I don't think anyone's going to have really low prices. Because you can buy merchandise there wholesale. That's basically what that is. Pretty right? much. Pretty much. The, all the people there are pretty much buying wholesale. It's it's like trading dollars. I mean, they're pretty much buying at wholesale prices. But I I do think that the prices are going to be up. If someone's got real cheap prices, they're either they got something they want to get rid of, or they're just trying to like you know I don't know what they're trying to do because they're if if it costs more to replace it, you can't let it go. Right. And like tomorrow, these people are going to walk in on the fifth and expect me to give this stuff away. And it's not going to be that way because we don't have that much stuff to go along. And why sell it cheap when I have to replace it well, for a much higher round. dollar? Yeah. I'm open all year long, and I'm not going to be able to replace it for this kind of money. No. So I'm going to urge them all, you know what, buy at this price because when the new containers roll in, the prices are going to be a lot higher. Yeah. Well, if you're interested, uh, pgi.org, go there, and uh, you can see all about the uh, – the convention, it's, is it at the fairgrounds? Or yeah, at the fairgrounds. It's at the yeah. fairgrounds here in Fargo, North Dakota. Stop by a star and say hi or stop by. You're going to have a booth out there. Yeah, we'll have a booth yeah, out yeah. there, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, it's it's always a good time. You have to be a member to get in, so you have to. You, you have, have to be to a first, member, first. and you have to register to attend the convention. Yeah, so they, they get you twice, come twice. and go. But, yeah. yeah. But anyway, go to pgi.org. So, and then after that, in the fall, you got NFA. So that's the September 13th through the 23rd. Third or something? No, wait. Uh, yeah, September thirteenth <laughs> through the seventeenth this year, Erie, Pennsylvania. Now that one's going to be a little bit different too that's because no be, Chinese people. Yeah, that's going to be a very big no um, no uh, Chinese company booths. So has any so, of the Chinese people reached out to you and said, "Hey, John, can you bring some of our product?" And yeah, oh, yeah, it off yeah. Course? That's um, yeah, that's been uh, been taken care of already, and they've already shipped some of it in. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be real different. I guess we're going to do some Zoom meetings. They're going to have some Zoom booths or something like that. They were that what the Chinese were telling me. I don't really know exactly how they're going to do it. I'm not sure what they worked out with right. Steve or Nancy or what they're going to actually do. 
Is it going to be like a big TV screen and say, hi, a live stream? I well, don't know. I, I, yeah, I guess. A it's video a, conference call for five yeah. hours, eight hours a day. How much is that going to cost? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, but you got to go to NFA. I mean, NFA does so much stuff. And, and like you said about PGI, they, nobody was there last year. Yeah. And nobody was there in the fall or in the spring, in the spring. Expo either, either. So they're hurting for capital just like everyone else is. Yeah. You know? So. And I hope that with all this aggravation going on in the government, they don't make any more stupid whatever, chemicals, this, that, because, I mean, the industry can't really take that much more. Oh, you yeah, know. you mean with the Yeah, I mean, I hope that, yeah, any more regulations, there. you know, I mean, this country worries about that stuff. They better just worry about, you know, what's going on in America before they start worrying about cages around uh, nine-shot racks. Right now we got the Delta variant. Yeah, we got the Delta variant, yeah. and then you got the United variant, and Gonna then you got the American variant, yeah. <laughs> This Virgin Airlines, yeah, yeah. Why don't we just stop eating bats and eating all kinds of crappy food, and maybe we can just take care of ourselves? <laughs> well, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. No, I mean uh, that's the whole thing, and um, you know, until they elect us. But that's about it. No one's going to elect us or anything. <laughs> all right, we got a couple short news stories, and then we we'll right. we're just going to do a short one today. Get your news! Get your fireworks news here! Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker hot off the press! Fireworks news from all across the world! New York. <coughs> oh man, New York City, John. Both of us, our voices are shot, and it's been a long week. New York City police announced Saturday that $54,000 worth of illegal fireworks have been seized in recent weeks ahead of the 4th of July holiday. And we're in New York City. Yeah. Manhattan. Fireworks were collected in three New York Police Department Intelligent Bureau operations conducted in June and early July involving multiple city offices in the New York City Fireworks Task Force, which includes the new New York State Police, New Jersey State Police, and the Port Authority Police. Investigators made 22 fireworks-related arrests and seized six illegal firearms. Once again, firearms is at the bottom yeah. of the list. I went. I, I'm, I'm leaving here on a plane and I'm going going uh, to re- relax for a few days. The first thing that pops up was um, prohibitum item, prohibited items on the plane. You know what the first one was? Fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. Isn't there a lot worse things you could bring on a plane? A, a gun, a boa constrictor, a yeah. rabid dog. A yeah. Ever since snakes on a plane, I never yeah. got so scared in my life. Right. Why Nine shot fire- rack doesn't bother me. Why on would a plane? fireworks be first on a plane? That you can- it was the first thing. I'm like, really? A- an Uzi wouldn't be more prohibited? Anything they can write about fireworks on the 4th of July, the 3rd of July, they just love to write it, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. So. I don't know. But anyway, so if you're in New York, there might be a glut of fireworks because somebody just got And you'll see, um, like they say, fireworks accidents went up last year. Yeah. Well, it went up by six. Remember that? Yeah, it went up. It went up a little bit. And I said it's because that much more fireworks were being sold. Now, when they go down this year, which I predict they will because the less fireworks were sold, they're not going to come out and say they're safer. Mm -mm. So, you know. Still no, gonna be as, they're still going to be as equally as dangerous to them no matter what happens. Yeah. Uh-oh. And uh, I had asked permission last night because a di- guy had his puppy in my store, and uh, which I'm fine with that. 
But I said, you know, we're going to light off fireworks. Is the puppy afraid of fireworks? So the last thing you want to do is have a guy bring his puppy to your store to buy fireworks, and then he complains that his puppy doesn't like fireworks. You're out of fireworks. Yeah. He didn't say nothing. And I was, if he said something, I'd say, well, then I guess you have to take the puppy elsewhere. Yeah. Elsewhere. Right. But he didn't say He's like, no, no, it'll be good. And he goes, in fact, I really don't know. It's just a pup. I'm like, well, I might as well get it used to it. You know. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, we go from New York to Los Angeles. This one was pretty... All over the place, this story. A man arrested at a home in South Los Angeles where 32,000 pounds of illegal fireworks were found and where a police bomb containment vehicle was destroyed. An explosion has been charged with transporting explosives without a license, according to court documents. Did you see this? Some guy had 32,000 pounds of fireworks. And, and a police vehicle? I mean, And the police vehicle blew up. Yeah. Um, according to criminal complaint... Um, the guy paid cash for the fireworks at a store called Area 51 oh, in yeah. Nevada. Oh, mm-hmm. you know that store? Yeah, yeah, sure know it. And allegedly used a rental truck to deliver the fireworks to his home in L.A. The guy admitted during an interview that he bought and transported the fireworks and allegedly told agents that he stored the fireworks under a tent in his backyard. Nice. It was not immediately clear whether the guy retained a lawyer. Agents described the types of fireworks discovered during the search of the home. Over 500 boxes of commercial-grade fireworks, both 1.3 Aerial display and 1.4 hazard class fireworks in large cor- cardboard boxes. I think uh, Area 51 better get a lawyer. Yeah. I think he's going to need a lawyer more than the guy. Well, um, I mean, yeah, you think so? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, the Area 51 can't sell 1.3 probably. Uh, not supposed to. Yeah. Uh, the bomb squad decided some of the homemade style items were too dangerous to transport out of the neighborhood on trucks or even inside the department's total containment vessel. A truck-mounted steel and iron container designed to withstand the internal explosion of up to 15 pounds of material. An entire TCV, that's what this is, total containment vesicle, vessel. So this truck exploded while officers were destroying the devices, causing a massive blast radius, damaging homes in the neighborhood, and injuring 17 people. So it, so the... So the police were transporting it when it blew up, or yeah. they took it to a place they were going to no, blow it, it off? No, they, they, they put it in this total containment vessel, which they might want to change the name because it doesn't really sound like it worked too well, and uh, it blew up in there. I wonder how it blew up in there. Well, uh, maybe it'll say. The explosion destroyed the LAPD's truck, damaged a dozen buildings, several cars, and injured 17 people. The items being detonated included what police... Oh, I think they detonated in the car, in the truck. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, they don't. it just doesn't blow up. I mean, No, well, yeah, what, so they're afraid to drive it out of there, so they blew it up in the car, and they ended up doing more damage. Well, yeah, 15 pounds compared to what they said they picked up. Yeah, the court, uh, so it was M1000s and M100-style homemade, homemade fireworks, a mortar-style firework covered in aluminum foil, and a black plastic bag filled with smaller M-style fireworks. Yeah, th- this guy was... Yeah, I mean fireworks judge. Yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, you know the 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 bad part is he he seemed to admit a lot of things, but um, you know saying that he bought you know if he if he bought all that stuff from Area Fifty One, which you know they always blame the local firework guy. You know, well, right. <laughs> they'll have like one point three on there and say, oh, the local firework guy sold it to me. You know, but uh, hopefully, um, uh, I feel sorry for our friends over at Area Fifty One. I hope they don't get caught in the crossfire with this kind of uh, aggravation because nobody yeah. wants a year like that. No, not at all. Yeah, it's the last thing you need. Is that yeah. coming after you? A uh, young girl raises more than 1500 for Winslow 4th of July fireworks show. So 
Uh, one of the largest fireworks displays in Arizona is set to take place this Independence Day. The show is community-driven, and this year the Littlest fundraiser made a very big difference. So there's a seven-year-old girl. Uh, she wanted, she did a lemonade stand. Uh, she wanted to do a lemon, lemonade stand, but since the virus, she wasn't able to do so. And so she decided to raise money for fireworks. So the young girl got right to work and set up her lemonade stand selling refreshing drinks for a dollar. She went to Walmart, got the supplies. It's just a feel-good story. So this little girl, she took, she raised about seventeen hundred, and she donated it for the fireworks show in uh, Winslow, Arizona. Wow, nice. Yeah, yeah, Winslow, Arizona. That's in that famous song. Is it really? The Eagles, Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else. We're I'm done unless you got one else. What? Oh, tonight is our big uh, live oh, yeah. stream event. See, yeah, I was gonna say. Now this is gonna be exciting. I mean, we have a, we have a lot of fireworks planned here tonight. We um, do. Not only am I gonna do just kind of what I do, just not much. I just do a, a few pieces that came in late that I didn't get a chance to see, and I just kind of rate them in demo form, see if I'm gonna take any to PGI or what I'm gonna do that way. So I'm gonna take a few off the shelf of what few we have, mm-hmm. um, and see what happens. But then we also have. Uh, another one of our employees that bought a lot of fireworks, and he's going to have his little party out here Is at that... the uh, Hunter. Okay. He's going to have his little party out here in the parking lot. Uh, so that's going to be a fireworks show. And then we have the big uh, live stream event between two major contenders, uh, Chase and Clay. Chase and Clay, yeah, the uh, Fiasco and always, Fargo. Yeah, the Fiasco and Fargo. They're kind of like... Uh, they're always in competition, like Chase boxes, so then Clay's got a box, you know. Uh, right. Uh, Chase can lift, you know, so many pounds, and Clay's got to lift so many pounds. So they're always going <laughs> back and forth here, you know, in competition. And, Chase uh, is really taking it seriously. He 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 told me the theory behind everything he picked, and he's yeah. He's like he wants. I know. I wish I would. I wish I would have been there uh, <laughs> to because you no, know, because Clay is saying I heckled him, but I didn't get a chance to heckle. Chase and I don't not I wouldn't heckle anybody. I'm just asking serious questions. So, right, you did. You asked serious questions. So uh, <laughs> you know, and and, and some and some when you cheat, you should be called out on it. I mean, you know, if you're cheating, you're cheating. You right, know, right, but, right. But Clay admitted he didn't know he was cheating. But I've heard that before from so many people that get caught cheating. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So Chase and Clay, the fiasco in Fargo, they're going to be doing their uh, each picked out 150 bucks. Yep, and I think it got raised to one sixty-five because somebody donated and the same item, fifteen bucks. Yeah, and I I checked, I checked it out. I went through each item and every one. They're shooting. They out of all the uh, Clay has more items than Chase. I think Clay has one or two more, but they have three like items. They all they both chose Mister Roboto, uh-huh. Pinball Wizard. Oh man, and there was one more. Uh, oh. Uh, don't stop believing. Oh, so yes. they they both they both put those three the same, and then it varies, uh, mm-hmm. you know, between the two guys. So, but I did the I did the pricing, and and they're both at like one hundred one hundred sixty four dollars and like ninety two okay, cents. So that's good. One guy was like ninety four cents or something. It's on the video. You can go to YouTube and watch the yeah. video. But um, well, anyway. that's good that we verified the pricing. No, I did. You know. And then, you know, and then, you know, I could just see Clay saying, well, I get a bigger employee discount or something. Then he's got like $300 or something in fireworks and, and poor Chase is out there trying to compete, you know. And they're both begging for some type of prize, though. You got to I mean, give them like a, a finale cake or something. Uh, well, let's just see what. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm, I'm thinking 
the countless dinners I buy and hey, I drinks know. at the bar, I, I think they're uh, you I think may, they're well taken care. Yeah, of? I may buy them like uh, like uh, since there's no shots allowed at the at the bowling party. Maybe we'll give one we <laughs> give the winner a shot. That would be fair. That would be almost like almost criminal to do that. Oh, too. Yeah. So um, I know we've talked that Clay's got a bunch of those old wrestling trophies. We could maybe bring one of those out. There you go. It would, how fun would that be to give? Clay's wrestling trophy to Chase, to Chase because <laughs> Chase won the event, you know. And um, you know, like I say, there's uh, you know, uh, Clay is favored to win, but you know, Chase is a strong contender. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he knows what he's doing. You know, he's he's you know he's so, very cerebral about it. it was, yeah. He thought it out very well. I guess, you know, Clay just uh, he's just on autopilot. He thinks he's going to win. Oh Maybe, yeah. You know, tortoise in the hair. He's a little too confident. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's very, he's very confident. So we'll see. And um, and uh, he's got some tough judges too. He's got some tough judges. So how are we going to judge it? Is this going to be me, you, and Riley? Are we going to judge? Are we going to let the whole crowd judge and just go by like round of applause for this one, a round of applause for that one? Or I think um, no, we have I'm... to, we have to, we have to decide that. <laughs> well, I'm going to. I think I think we'll do this. Me and you and Riley will be the judges, okay? All right. And then we'll also poll what the crowd says. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We're going to make. We're gonna let you make the last decision, though. Of course. You'll yeah, be third. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Riley yeah. will go first. I'll go second. You go last. Because if it's a tie one-to-one, you're going to be the tiebreaker. I'm the tiebreaker, yeah. yeah. But you have to write it down first. You okay. can't. Yeah, you just can't go, That's oh, right. Riley said... Chase, I'll say Clay, and then yeah. let me do the bad work. No, you guys, you got to write it down on your piece of paper. Well, and they said they wanted it to be anonymous, so we don't know whose is whose, but who's going to shoot it? We have one guy shooting both shows. I guess it's going to be A or B. Yeah, but it won't if I see Clay out there shooting it, won't I know it's his? Oh, and then maybe Clay won't shoot it. Maybe we'll have uh, maybe we'll have, we have uh, like Tanner or somebody Lance shoot. or Tanner shoot shoot both like shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think just be show A or B. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting. It's going to be live streamed, and we tested it last night. I think it works pretty good. Yeah, the live stream works. Yep. We got to do it on my phone. Maybe as we, uh, you know, if, if I investigate it a little further, I'll figure out how to do it with an actual camera. Now it's just the phone, but the phone works fine. It, well, that's it, what the radio station does, all with their I, phone. I know. So I know. Um, I like to be over prepared. Like you said, do you have the warehouse that's too big? I like to, you know, like, oh, yeah. let's get this thing. So it's going to be uh, the lineup will be. <coughs> will be. Uh, Hunter's show first. Oh, we thought it was Chase. We we're gonna okay, yeah. get him over here. Clay just walked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to speak to him. We we're just trying to get Chase over here, but that's right. No, no, no. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so, <coughs> excuse me. Um, one of these, you know, one kid gets sick in the warehouse. The whole, the whole warehouse yeah. is sick. It's like a hockey team, but it's not COVID. Though. They're all vaccinated. So, anyways, so here's what we got. We got the first lineup is Hunter. Second lineup is going. We're to almost be, done. You don't have to shut that. Yeah, we'll be good. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll be done in 60 seconds. And you got to take this green screen down for me. So the first, uh, uh, can't even breathe. The first lineup is going to be Hunter Show. Yeah. Second's going to be the Fiasco in Fargo. Fargo. I can't go. do it with my voice, but uh, we'll get that announcer guy to do it. He's real good at that. <laughs> okay. And then the third one. I don't think it's in the budget. It's just going to be uh, my own personal. It's your demo, own personal. But we're going to live stream the one, so that'd be good. Well, we can, yeah, we can live stream any yeah, of it or all of it, whatever. As long as I want to hold my phone up, or somebody else could hold the phone yeah. up, I don't care. Well, we'll see. Yeah. So, and then we'll do that, and um, obviously this will be out after that. But 
Um, if you didn't catch it on the live stream, you go back to our YouTube channel, just search Fireworks Brigade on YouTube, and you can watch uh, the events of that evening. Yep. Because this, this podcast won't be up there today. Yeah. But so we put plenty of warnings out there. So, um, yeah, well, this is it for July. So you and I will reconvene in August. I don't know yet if I'll be here for PGI, but. If I know there's some pyro sluts in the warehouse, I might just come up just for that. Yeah, well, we got the t-shirts. We'll get the we'll get the cake. We're all out We're of t-shirts. All t-shirt. we have to, do I have to order more? Yeah, I think we have to order some more of those. Yeah, I already ordered the metal signs. Well, I didn't order the metal signs, but I'm working on the metal signs for now. You see, those metal signs sold good this year. Did they? Yeah, because <laughs> there's no fireworks. <laughs> yeah, there's no fireworks. We sold the metal signs. <laughs> we, we I said hang the sign up where the fireworks should be. That's where they could see what was like. <laughs> so they, they could see what it was, you know, back in the '60s and '70s when there were fireworks. You could just right. show them like this would have been on the shelf if it was 1970, yeah. but now it's 2020, 50 years later, and we can't do anything because we're overregulated. Oh well. Most importantly, everyone stay safe, right? Uh, stay safe and uh, get through this year, and uh, <clears throat> hopefully, we'll see you at PGI, NFA, or wherever else, and uh, maybe we'll see you on the live stream tonight. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.